vibration won't be no Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back, baby, to another episode of Only Bruins. I'm one half of your host, Downtown Boosie. And this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions, LLC. What up? What up? And the one and only FanDuel Sportsbook, baby. Make sure you go uh, go to uh, fucking A, learn how to talk, Boosie. Make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Sign up. Get in on the fun. Let's make some money. Hockey's over. The NBA's over. But well, we got baseball, baby. We got... Fuck you. At this point, you can UFC. call it that on UFC, Cornhole, um, some fucking dude, weird... Australian Hockey League. Mark always talks it up. Fucking... Yeah. Oh, beach volleyball for your guys and your girls. What up, ladies? Ooh. Uh, fuck. Like, what else do we got here? There's plenty of summer sports. Lacrosse, lacrosse. I've been betting on. Yes, lacrosse WN- is dope. WNBA. We got tennis. Yeah. You got soccer. Should have golf. Soccer. Yeah. Golf. Yeah. Fucking hey, get in on the fun, baby. Let's have some fun. Let's uh, let's, let's, let's all go, make some money or lose some. Who knows. No, no, so yeah, I know. I've I've been cold lately. That's why I've dude, not been putting dude, dude, out dude, dude. bets. Okay, so I, I I'll I'll post the picture. Someone uh, tweet at me and call me out for this. I'll I'll post the screenshot of it tomorrow. But uh, speaking speaking of betting, speaking of FanDuel, actually, it's what I fucking made the bet on the last year. And speaking of UFC, look at your boy. He just knows how to <laughs> fucking click it all together. But the last UFC was in Vancouver at Rogers place where the Vancouver Canucks play. And uh, it was Amanda Nunes and somebody else. I forget who it was. Amanda Nunes won. She retired. Bet on her, whatever, right? She's like minus 370 or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Because all the Canadians are fight. like there's a bunch of Canadians on this card and it's in Vancouver. I was like, I'm going to make a parlay of like four or five or like what? Just all the Canadians to win straight up their fights. Bro, I put like two dollars down on it. It hit. It was two dollars to win seventy five. Oh, I was shit. like, "Let's go!" It was such a throwaway bet. I was just like, "I was like, whatever." It's two bucks. Like, I don't give a shit. Like Canada Pride, you know, the UFC is not always in Canada. We always show up when it comes out. <laughs> and what do you know? Like, I went to go on my phone to bet the. Uh, I think it was the last game of the Stanley Cup finals. And I was like, I just like dropped my phone. I was like, there was like 150 bucks in my in my wallet on my FanDuel account. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, that bet hit. What the fuck? <laughs> so it was it was pretty pretty good weekend for your boy in that aspect. But that's always um, the best. Yeah, dude. So I love, sorry to I, love throwing I took away bet. your thunder for throwing, no, throwing no, it yeah, over to good. me. But... I, I I like throwing in some bets like when I go to bed. And then waking up to see hopefully some money in the in the bank account, but there's been yeah. zero fucking dollars as of late, so I haven't been doing boosty bets or anything. But I'll get back into it now. I can. I'm low key on a heater. Not gonna like, lie. So, I'm just sorry gonna... we haven't been putting them out, guys. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like look into it tomorrow night. I'm just gonna put out some weird fucking bets this weekend. And Dude, let's just, just like see get where it really... goes. There, there's it... golf this weekend, so I'll have some fun on that. Is there any like professional pickleball te- leagues or anything we could bet on? Like, oh, I want to get wild, you know, like uh, something on like ESPN X. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's FanDuel, dude. They got it. They have everything, man. They've got to have something, right? Because I'm you in the kind of just Canada have to download one, the app. Like I said, yeah. sign up at uh, FanDuel Sportsbook or FanDuel.com slash Boston. 
and then you can kind of oh we got horse racing i i don't yeah, know horse shit about racing. that so. i'm not good at the ponies but what's um, nice too is like every day fanduel puts out like a nice little boost bet like like if you're well if you're in massachusetts tonight um ben van ben verlander boost shohei otani to throw six plus strikeouts and record one plus hits as a batter obviously uh it was minus 135 moved it up to plus 120 bet a hundo win 120 baby let's make that fucking money i'm gonna throw that in right now so i mean you guys are obviously you guys are gonna hear this tomorrow but it's it's a great app they have boost every night something going on so get in on that. Let's make Hell some yeah. fucking money. There's there's plenty to bet on. I know it's not the same without hockey, but plenty to bet on, baby. But... Just like me, just take a four four leg parlay, five dollars for seventy nine fifty three. So keep the change. How are you? And uh, you know, just bet with your nutsack. You too, ladies. You know, <laughs> bet with your nutsack. Just do it. Like God, <laughs> exactly. That's. Just don't even think about it. Just bet with the nutsack. That should be um, FanDuel's slogan, dude. Just bet with your nutsack. You know what? You know who should bet with their nutsack uh, within the next 24 hours? Is Don Sweeney. He yeah. should bet on a buyout. I wish they had that as a prop bet. Mike Riley yeah. being bought out by <laughs> Friday night. Friday night, baby. I mean, fucking A. That'd be so a, what's, what's that'd the be rule? Because it's. Away. It's 48, 48 hours. hours after the cup is given out. Yes. Yeah, so right? sometime. So tonight at midnight. Oh, I thought There's... it was tomorrow too. No, it's like midnight tonight that oh, you can buy someone eight. out. Well, hopefully yeah. we wake up to that news. It yeah, ho- that's what I'm saying. Uh, I just saw before we came on breaking news. Uh, Alexander Kerfoot and Justin Hall will not be resigning with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know it doesn't mean anything to us, but it's happening, baby. It's starting. It's it's oh, wedding so the, season, dude. <laughs> the NHL's first buyout window opens Friday. Oh, it's a, this midnight. was the, okay. Open oh, okay. Yeah. Opens midnight because they were awarded the cut. okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, because I had it's that Eastern time, right? Because I saw um, people today like, oh, that's dope. It'll be open by 7. It's like, well, no. NHL hot offices go through New York hours, which is yeah, our, so our midnight, time Yeah, so midnight tonight through uh, five, five, June 30th, 5 p.m. Um, so until, well, I, thought, I think until you have until like July 15th, I think. Or like you have like a little bit into June the 30th. trade deadline. Is it June 30th that yeah. it ends? So yep. the day of the draft. Is the last day you have to buy players. Right, out. right. It basically ends right before the draft because the uh, the window closes at five p.m. Eastern time. Was the draft? Oh, drafts at seven. Eight. So, yeah, so you have up. That's kind of crazy, dude. You have it up until five o'clock to like be like to a team. Like, are you taking them or not? Imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah, like imagine you're like one of the players on the Vegas Knights who you know shout out to they them have to shed cap too. But yeah, have to shed, imagine you just went in and like a oh. few days later you're bought out. <laughs> Like that would be fucking bananas. That oh, yeah. would suck, but you got your Yo, cup, dude. Hey? You're drinking a no beer safe right now. The way you had that tilted, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> God, that's awesome. But um, yeah, like congrats to the Golden Knights. Congrats to Bruce Cassidy. Um, I'm glad all the haters are cry- they cried themselves to sleep that night that the Boston oh, Bruins ex coach won a cup in the first year. Um, but 
I'm not the biggest fan of the Knights and like how their social like I get the hate. I get the hate, but I also get why this is good for the game and I get the love. Like dude, they're easy like, to hate on. 100%. Yeah, and but like you got to take it back to the first year when that awful, horrendous fucking tragedy happened, and the city really yeah. gathered around the team, and that's the one thing I do respect. Like, yeah, they might not, they to might be honest, not they be have the guys fucking... that I like. It's yeah, it's and just the organization they... itself, you know. But yeah, like you're yeah. saying, like yeah, they they had that tragedy, and they kind of, uh, you know, the gal get gal, uh, fuck them high. Sorry, I split <laughs> before this guy. They got what is it? Rallied. They rallied, rallied around the yes. team. Jesus Christ! I was gonna say gallivanted, but that's not right. You at started all. saying that, and I was like, yeah. put my mind in the pressure. Like, where's that's it going? Not the this? word. But <laughs> yeah, so like you know, like it, it um, it it was beautiful to see that year. I can understand why people like, oh, they were gifted this team. Well, no, like they only had like one drafted player on the fucking roster. So like. They traded away a lot. They signed free agency. It's not their fault. They're in Las Vegas and they have no state tax. Like people want to play in Vegas, but they're also a cutthroat organization. That's why people don't like them. But like, I I don't, I just think it's good for like, as a guy who loves this beautiful game and I do want to see it grow. And I do like Southern States taking part of it because I do think it's awful what ESPN's doing to hockey, how they bought the rights and they're just pretty much burying it in the network. Like that's worse than not even owning the rights. If you ask me, but like, it is good for these like markets and you, you, you see like how like they might not cheer like the Montreal Canadians would or the Boston Bruins would, or God, even the Winnipeg Jets would like the fans outside and the I, I saw like people were like, oh, everyone's not even outside the building anymore. Well, it's yeah. Las fucking Vegas. I know that's why. Like people had concerts to go to. Like it's just it, it's a totally different scene. And I get why that would upset people, but also like give them a break, man. Like, and it what they did is pretty fucking incredible. Six years of existence, and they have the Stanley Cup. Like, hate them or love them, circumvent the cap or not, they fucking did the thing. So you can yeah. cry all you want. Uh, congratulations, Bruce Cassidy, uh, Riley Smith. Um, you know, I'm a big Ottawa guy, so Mark Stone as well. Love to see him get his cup, and they what deserved a gamer it. That dude is hat trick, yeah. Fucking yeah, and Petra Angela, what he went through with his little girls this year, like, yeah, he was the enemy, but like, that's fuck. There's things bigger than hockey, man. Like, you hear these guys talk about it. Jack Eichel's a Boston guy. He what he had to overcome to do this. Like, it, as much as people want to hate, it, it's a great fucking story. Dude finally makes the playoffs and just wins it all. <laughs> I know, eh? Fuck hey, McDavo, it's nice being number two, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, no, just happy, uh, happy. Obviously, we'll we'll get into it after Bobby's corner, but happy for Cassidy. But yeah, right now there's you know. Did you know short... that Kelly McCrimmon, the GM or hockey ops guy of Vegas, was the GM who fired Bruce Cassidy from Washington? No shit, crazy, eh? I, I no one is that. talking about that, and he rehired him to a team where. He, the owner said they were going to win their cup in their sixth year. And this is their sixth year. Like what a, what a way to like try and set them up for failure again. Sorry. I just thought that was really funny. Oh, that's fucking one of those wild. like hockey nerd things. Like, yeah, I didn't even realize that that is fucking bananas. Holy shit. Yeah. But second no, chances. Yeah. No, third, well, third chances, second chances. Yeah. Third well, love, I mean, dude. Third love. 
Never give up on third love. Peter Laviette, what is he getting? Fucking 19 chances. He's going to coach every team in the yeah. Metro, right? Him, every team in the NHL, probably, but definitely every team in the Metro at this Fuck. point. But, I mean, the dude's getting paid $5 million a year. I mean, he, he's been around the league for a while, though. He's yeah, a good coach. I, so I heard, like, Darren Pang, he's leaving uh, St. Louis play-by-play to go to Chicago and I guess they're paying him a boatload and it's like one of those contracts that if you like passed it up it would be bad for the industry wait like like Pam's gonna be what's his position gonna be he's gonna be just like a play-by-play guy okay yeah I I saw the Blackhawks fired house basically yeah and they they hired him and uh some other guy but I guess they paid him a shit ton of money to do it and he couldn't pass it down or like yeah like it's like it's like when Babcock took seven million dollars to coach the Leafs. Like you can't turn that down. <laughs> yeah, a no, lot of money. Yeah, like yeah, Taylor Hall makes six or, million. <laughs> it's an org. Yeah, you're not even a player, and you're getting fucking <laughs> seven million. All you have to yeah, do is definitely. fucking yell at your guys and throw Marner under the bus, and you're getting seven million a year. Fucking a. It's, it's also why Columbus won't hire him till July first because they Did don't want to pay any of that contract. Oh yeah. Did you um? You saw, I know we're kind of getting sidetracked real quick, but did you see Babcock, Babcock's son is working for in the Blues organization? Yeah, he's got Monty's old job. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, yeah. I would take Steve Ott as an assistant coach. Any Dude, day. yes. Yeah. I think he is a great coach. And he's fired. He, he was a, yeah, he was a shithead player. He gave yeah. the Bruins <laughs> a lot of fucking trouble. But fuck, he. I watch videos and I'll see like the behind the scenes, like and they're behind the B, and he is a fucking hoot, dude. That that fight, those fights, basically in 2011 in February against the Dallas Stars, wasn't he the one yeah. who like started all that? Avery, him and Avery, right? Him and Avery. I don't. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it him and Avery? Was Avery on the team then? I can't remember. I I thought it. I thought it was um. Jesus, we just said his name. I thought it was him for sure. Fucking Ott. I, I thought it was Steve Ott for sure. I could be wrong, but I think it was definitely Steve Ott. I'm not positive about Avery, though. I feel like he was on the Rangers at that point. 2000, 2000, yeah, I think he was on the Rangers at that point. Um, um, I could be wrong, though. There Major. was the reason why there was a game where Sean Avery played for the stars and was a shithead against the Bruins. It might not be the one you're talking about, but that's oh. where I, that came out to my head. Yeah. Cause I remember, remember the Ott one too. The Ott remember one that nice. game when Avery was like, it was a commercial break or it was a TV timeout. And, um, he's skating back to the bench and he just air quotes accidentally hits, uh, Tim Thomas in the back of the head with yeah. his stick as he's skating by that was yeah. when he was on the Rangers, I think, when that happened. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think am so. wrong, but I don't know. Whenever I think Sean Avery, I just tie him to the Rangers. Just whatever, but fuck that guy. But yeah, so buyouts, they're about to happen as this episode drops. Um, So I'd expect okay. some news tomorrow. I mean, I'd imagine. Riley for sure. Forbert, they might wait on. To see if they can trade him. Yeah, I feel I'm, like they're going to try to get something for forward, but I think Riley, I, everyone knows. You got to buy Riley. Yeah, you have to. You're not getting anything for him. And if no. you do trade him away and find a team dumb enough to take on this contract, then you're giving up something. You're not, you're not going to get, yeah, you might get a seventh round pick or, or late round pick, but you're probably giving up 
even higher pick than that just to dump that salary, kind of like the Bacchus situation. Well, yeah. not saying you would give up a first rounder because you don't have it. It's more like the John Moore situation, paying a second probably. That's but, what we paid Anaheim to take the take a year or take a couple yes, months yes, of yes, that contract. Exactly. Yeah. And then we didn't even use that $2.5 million, which drove me crazy. They traded to get rid of it, and it was it. Well, came I guess up it kind of helped the, the next season. The no, because he he oh, yeah because he was still under one more yeah year, he was still right? under contract for one more year after. I always that. thought I was like, why the fuck did they do that? And they didn't no yeah because that, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, that would have signed Krejci and Bergeron this year. Yeah, so you got to imagine Riley. I mean, the writing's on the wall there. Forward, I wouldn't be surprised by, but I also wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he was bought out, traded, or on the team next year. I I, I would know. Be, I, I agree think, with you on that. It, like, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. I would be surprised if Grizzlies traded. I I think. Uh, no, I actually, dude, no, I'm now, from what I'm hearing and the way I'm leaning and thinking about it, I would be less surprised if Forbert was on the starting roster next year and Grizzlick was traded. Okay, yeah, so like, yeah, I, I just, just because Grizz- what I said there, because I, um, Grizzlick has more trade value, obviously. Yeah, and know. his cap is even higher. It's almost four. Yeah, okay. Like 3. So 3.725 or something like that. Or eight. Yeah, what's four board? 3.2, 3.3. Just three. Just three. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Shed a few bucks, get possibly a draft pick. Well, just think about it this way. You send Grizzlick anywhere with Allmark if you're making that trade or Swayman, whoever yeah, it is. There's almost it, eight million off the books. Exactly. And then you're, you're probably close if to you're 10. packaging that Allmark with that. Which I know people hate to hear us talk about Allmark being, and, and I'm sure we'll get some shit for it tomorrow. But that's nearly eight million off the books. You're you're trading high with Allmark right now. I mean, we talked about that in the live stream the other night, which we'll we'll close we'll close on the live stream. We got a little bit of an update on that, um, so we'll Ooh. we'll we'll leave that towards the end of the pod uh, to kind of just touch on it. But yeah, so I I think. You gotta trade high with Allmark right now. I mean, he's gonna win the Venza, Vezina, Vezna. What did I say? I don't even know. Ved- did I say Venza? I, I think that's I think Venza. That's a, yeah, Venza. I think that's a to- uh, kind of car Toyota makes. I I honestly think that's the car my mom has. <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly enough, I didn't know this till right now. Matt Grizzlick owes actually. Four point two five million of real cash next year, but his AAV is three point six seven five, which okay. is very interesting to me because a rich team that like a a team a rich team meaning Toronto Maple Leafs, LA Kings, Chicago like uh, Chicago Blackhawks just because like the who they are and all that. A rich team would find that attractive because you're trying to push it to the cap. Maybe not Chicago because they're not trying to make the playoffs. But like you look at your LA's, your Edmonton's, your Toronto's, even like teams that are looking for low cap hits but are willing to pay higher dollar values because they don't care about real money. It's about keeping it under the cap. 
So that's kind of interesting to me. And it kind of makes his trade value even a little bit higher. If you personally ask me, I know some people would argue against that because you have to pay him more real dollars, but it's not like Grizzlick's Grizzlick's um, play is bad. Like he's a fringe top four player. It's not like he's a bad player and you're trying to get rid of that contract where money being more would be more attractive to a team like Arizona, where you'd, you'd give, you'd have to give a pickup to get rid of him because you're going to have to pay actual more dollars, even though the Arizona Coyotes fuck the system and they actually don't pay players because they're getting, they're paying half their salary out to insurance, which the NHL pays. But that's a whole nother fucking can of worms that I have to pick with uh, Gary Bettman. Yeah, that would just give me a headache thinking about that right now. Yeah, I probably just people put people in a mind pretzel. <laughs> but Forbert um, is $3 million against the cap and 3.5. So either way, I wouldn't be surprised if you could... Like, you're going to get something for Grizzly, but I wouldn't be surprised if you could get something for Forbert. Because he... Yeah, he, he, he yeah, because he did have a good season last year. Like Yeah, and he I owes mean, $3.5 million of real dollars. But then his salary cap, like I said, is only three million. So I don't know. It's it's really interesting either way, and it's kind of funny too because you could trade him if somebody would willing to be traded for him and buy him out because there's teams that do that too. But you might have to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I get well. That and I tweeted this out yesterday too. Like happy for Cassidy. Yeah, we'll touch on that after Bobby's corner. Um, happy for Cassidy. Uh, bum the season's over, yada, 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 whatever I said. But I'm really, ex- like, I shouldn't be excited, but I am. I'm excited to see what Donnie has working yeah, like, like what want- he is cooking up right now. Like, I'm excited to see what he's capable, because, like, this is, like, let's see how we good already of a thought GM he really yeah, is. Yeah, we already thought That's he was a good the question. GM. Yeah. Like, Can I want to see how Tampa good he Bay really lightning is. this shit. Can he figure it yeah. out? Can he keep them together? Like he's made some awesome trade deadline moves. He what signed he's players. Over but the like, past let's see what he's doing in the offseason. The offseason is, is when he's been the most quiet, I would say. Let's, okay, real quick. I know I might be a little stoned, but let's give snaps for fucking Donnie. Realistically, man, he's been <laughs> shit on for his whole career because of 2015. One mistake. That's always he can... stick with him, unfortunately. But yeah, it, no, it is. Know. But you know what I mean? But it's like, are we fucking for real he might go down as one of the greatest gms of all time to never win a cup if we don't fucking win one so like i just he wins gm of the year like every other year it feels like um like i i don't know i shit on him last summer and then he proved me wrong so this year i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna sit back i'm gonna see what he can do i'm hearing he's being yeah like i'm hearing he's being really aggressive but it's also like a thing like Here's a question for you. Do you trade Allmark before he wins the Vesna? No. No. So you're you not are... trading him until the draft. And that's like the easiest or most you'll get for your draft for your draft capital. So when 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 is it announced that he's gonna win it? Uh the awards are like the day before the draft in Nashville. It's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so you Saturday. might get traded like the day day of. Which would be fucking insane. We're gonna that trade way. the Vesna winner on the day. But he wins once the he award. officially once he officially wins that, I feel like his stock is gonna be a little bit higher. I mean, his stock is already as high as it can be. Okay. Re- regardless if he wins it or not, people know what kind of goaltender he is, and that in that contract, man, it makes it oh best in the league. Yeah, 
one of the best. Sorry, Shesterkins is better, but really fucking okay, close yeah. to being the best in the league. Okay, yeah. Vasilevsky is paying nine million dollars to have a shittier season than fucking Allmark last year. That's four million dollars that you get to use and it's so funny too because people are coming at me about saying you need to trade one of all marcus swayman dude fucking uh teams like tampa bay have to pay a guy like vasileski nine million and do you know what they pay their backups every year seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars that's why Vasilevsky you know why because they had 60 something games exactly because they had to fucking pay him that much so well, vasileski like, is once in like you're not he's it's your carry price. It's the Russian carry price. You're, you're not going to find another goaltender like that. You're very lucky if you do, who's able to play that many games, stay healthy, stay, you know, conditioning as well. He's able to produce big like, boy. Oh yeah. Massive boy. I mean, yeah. he's, I heard he's the hardest working guy on the team. Like in chicklets, they always talk about how, like when Stamkos came on and, Maroon and all them, they talked about how Vasilevsky yeah. is easily the hardest worker on their team. Do you remember when they won that asterisk um, Stanley Cup, Cup against, uh, yeah, against, uh, oh, fucking, what's their name? The Canadians. And him, a picture of him next to Carey Price, just the size difference alone, but the gear difference. I mean, Carey Price is a little bit more old school where, you're not going to see like gold. Like you remember even Martin Brodeur to like his final days in the NHL. Like he kind of never really changed his style or adapt to the style of like that goaltenders are switching to the protective gear that Vasilevsky and people made a meme out of it, but the protective gear that Vasilevsky had on was like far bigger. And I get it. He's a bigger guy anyways, but just far different than, um, carry prices and stuff. So it's like, it was, it was funny to see, but still like, you're going to need obviously the, However, he's able to make it work. Like, I don't know shit about goaltending. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. But, like, it, like you read that or heard that Bobrowski usually loses, like, 20 pounds a game when he plays when, when he plays a full game, when he gets the starting starting nod that night. So I can only imagine a guy like Vasilevsky how much he's losing because he's playing – 60 plus games a year he's got he's a big boy so like it's gonna take a little bit more to go side to side and make all those saves and everything it's i kind of forget where i was going with this but it's okay so well you're not gonna have another vasileski let's put it that way no. so and this is another thing too like i was floated the idea like okay what if a team comes in and offers swayman six times six He's gonna have to take that. Like you'd so, be fucking crazy. Not no, to. you you obviously have to take. You gotta that. sign that ticket, that's and that's insane. really that's really gonna fuck over the Bruins too because they can't really match. But you get a right now. You, you'd get a first and a third. Which that's is what nice. I was gonna. So that would be a first and a third. This but he's draft. Assume or would next it be draft? Next, next draft. Year's. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> the problem is he's worth more than that. Right no, now. he he is. He's worth a he's worth a first and a prospect. Easily. How many how many times have you seen that happen though? Like people don't want to give up a first and a third. I'm just or, scared, man. Seattle's got then, money to play, and then with. not like, teams on, like that. Yeah, but then not only that, you you get the first and the third, right? And then not only that, you have to pay that salary. So like that's a lot. Oh yeah. Like, oh, and that's a lot to pay a goalie that's like proven, but like realistically. He's never proven in the playoffs or anything like he has, but he hasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's this weird line where, yeah, he, you can tell he's, he's still, he's still very young. Will be. 
Yeah. 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 And it's just like, I honestly, I, I if two idiots like me and you were talking about this on a podcast, I really hope Donnie's fucking th- thought of this already. You know what I mean? Like, I really hope that Don would not go into July 1st, like not with the understanding that Swayman will sign for a certain amount, whether he has the cap space free or not, like at least some sort of unspoken handshake agreement or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they, I mean, we kind of talked about it last week. Uh, I, it kind of feels like Swayman and, the front office kind of have a number and idea in mind. And it sounds like, and it seems like they're kind of close and there's probably a little bit more negotiating to go uh, because our, our favorite person, Gail wrote that uh, article that we talked about last week that um, race asked about who we actually finally bullied into getting a real. Uh, also, we're not going to be able to answer the questions this week that people have asked, but we finally, I want to note that we finally bullied Grace, uh, one of the hosts of the Black and Gold podcast with Mark and Steve. We finally bullied her into getting the real handle. It's now at GRobs underscore Boston. So there's no longer 19 numbers in her handle. So stick taps for you. Uh, I, I think they're... I think they're close on a deal. I think they have an idea. They're in the same ballpark, and I think something will get done. I hope that someone doesn't offer six times six. And you gave me in a kind of – I know I'm getting a little sidetracked here, but I know I'm going to forget this. You gave me a good little chuckle today when you quote-tweeted someone. I forget who it was, but they asked like an NHL executive about the free agency. They're like, oh, oh yeah. it, 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 it fucking sucks. And you're like, yeah, someone's going to offer Bert eight times eight, which by all means do that. Because if the Bruins mm-hmm. offer him eight by eight, which they obviously can't right now, but if they do, that is going to be a terrible contract. Sorry, Bert. Love you, but it's going to be a terrible contract. Well, uh, and the thing too is that I, I was being like ironic and trying to be funny too, but I try, like I tried to put a little Easter egg in there. Nobody can give him eight times eight but us. Because he's oh, going to be a free right. agent, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So on top so, of that, what, hopefully we, hopefully we, yeah, they can offer yeah. him seven. But like, if someone's going to give him eight times eight, that means we'd be facilitating a sign and trade. Sign so we'd probably trade. get a third round pick of out of it just for owning Bert. So the yeah. price of Bert was a first to a third, I guess. Yeah. In that case, so you kind of hope that someone offers him eight times eight if we can't sign him. Yeah, so I mean, I don't maybe see that move up in the but... draft or something, trade Bertuzzi and they're like for a draft pick to move up to, or, or I don't know, At you know what point, I mean? You just package Bertuzzi, Hallmark, and um, yeah, just go balls, like, just get fucking horny with it, and just yeah. But back to what we were saying though, Start like over. I'm excited to see like what Donnie's made of. It's it's going to be a fun, interesting offseason. I'm sure I'm going to be frustrated at times, along with many of you folks, but. It's something to look forward to. I'm I'm excited. Like it, we haven't had an off season like this in many years, so I'm interested to see what Donnie's capable of doing. As far as that, you know, like you know, you got to figure he's going to buy O'Reilly and possibly one more guy. We'll kind of have to wait and see with that, but I'd imagine at least one buyout and a few trades come trade deadline time. And uh, that's that's you mean uh, free agency? You mean what did I say? 
<laughs> trade deadline, oh, which Jesus is Christ. pretty much the it's pretty much the same thing because if they don't figure out how much money they can use on July first, they're not going to get yeah, anybody. That's you true. know, so it is it is pretty much trade deadline. Yeah, day. so you need to have an idea because you need to know like. You need okay. to know if Bergeron's coming back. You need to know what Frederick is going to sign for, what Swayman's going to sign for. Uh, if you need to trade Allmark, Grizzlick, Hall, maybe Court, like, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? You got to open up money, though. That's all yeah. I know. No, that's that's all you really know. Like, you just, you got to open up some cash. It's going to Cashola. Yeah, People it's are going to be so upset this summer. It, I'll tell you what, Don Sweeney's wife is not going to be a happy wife because yeah. she's going to have many nights alone, vacations alone, and stuff. But you know, he, Donnie doesn't have it made like this pre these previous off seasons where you're going into the following year, kind of knowing. Like, let's be real, like they knew at at a pretty early, like pretty early on last off season that Krejci and Bergeron were coming back. And they kind of had. I think an idea they know of, by now. Yeah, I think they know by now, and yeah, we yeah. talked about it on the live stream too. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, go to our YouTube page. Is it only Bruins podcast? The YouTube page. I feel like I should. I'm getting used to. Fucking it's YouTube, YouTube slash uh, at only Bruins. Yeah, we'll we'll put in the um, only. You're sorry. Yeah, we'll put in the thing. It's at only Bruins podcast. So yes. YouTube slash. Only Bruins podcast. Yep. So if you want to go check that out, hear our thoughts. We had, you know, basically a two and a half hour long talk with our boy, Marky Mark, host of the uh, Black and Gold podcast, owner of Black and Gold um, Productions and everything. We had yeah, a blast. It was awesome talking to Mark. Yeah, so we much. Got, got hammered. I needed that. Fuck. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> but no, that was a fun yeah. night. And, um, yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on that and you don't want to wait another week or two, go check that out. The video is up there at Only Bruins Podcast on YouTube, baby. So go check that out. Subscribe, all that good shit. But you won't hear too much hockey talk out of it, like Bruins related talk out of We're kind of talked out for this week between the live stream and today. And it's just it's been a fucking shit week for both of us, I would say. Yeah, so- shout out. Shout out to all the views we've already gotten on that live stream. Like there's people that have gone back and watched that just on yeah. their own time. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to you. Like I know Gail's one of them because she's a psycho and she loves listening to us. I don't get yeah, why us cool. idiots. She's the best. We were going back and forth on Twitter the other day. Had a good chuckle. But uh, we miss you, Gail. But I'm still reading all your stuff, so keep up the good work. Yes. Because yeah. I, like I like the Red Sox, so I'm Yeah, I mean, we're forced work. to like the Red Sox at this time of year. But Boston Brad, baby. Someone was Boston like, dude, Brett. I didn't know you lived in Boston. I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go along with it. But also, before we shoot it over to Bobby's Corner, shout out to our boy, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Adam. Tuesday. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I found out like a few hours before, shortly before Jesus talking about a fucking head. Dude, I'm so bad with names. I like only I, dude, know so people by up. their nicknames. And yeah. then someone <laughs> will tell me their name and I, I'll like forget it. Like this happened to me the other day. I met my new neighbors and I thought this guy's name was Steve for the life of me, dude. <laughs> for the life of me. I could have swore he told me his name was Steve. We're having a couple fucking wobbly pops. We're standing out there. I'm like, it's Steve, right? And he's like, Jason. And I was like, oh, no, oh, okay. Enough, right? Later in the night, called him Steve again. He's like, yeah, but it's Jason. I was like, fuck. 
I'm a loser. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad <laughs> with names. I was like, can I just call you Steve from now on? I mean, Fuck. Jay is kind of relatively close to well, it's so f- in the um in the alphabet. So you're you were close. You were close. If yeah. You the worst part about it is um his wife's name's Cindy, and my uncle and my aunt's name are Jason and Cindy. So it was a literally a fucking layup for me. And I still called him Steve twice. So <laughs> hey, shit happens. Shit ha- names are tough because every time I meet someone, I'm focused on the handshake. I ignore the oh name. Oh my God, I know. And yeah. I'm talking to myself the whole time. Like, you better not forget his name. And then I forget it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but shout out to our boy, Adam. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Uh, as up. this episode drops, as you're listening Friday, it's our girl, Tanya's. I think I'm saying her name right. Tanya, Tanya. Whatever. It's a weird ass name. Love you though, but weird name. Green um, hair. Yeah, green hair Tanya, right? Yeah, yeah. Gray it's hair Tanya. Tanya. Tanya? That's what fuck. I don't know. I'm Canadian and I said it wrong on the live stream. It's not Tanya. It's Tanya. She, oh, she corrected us on the live stream. I know. Tanya. That's how Tanya. dumb yeah. we are. Yeah. Wow. No, well, we were half in the bag, but it's Tanya. Yeah. It's I'm her birthday in Friday. The bag now. <laughs> Go wish her a happy <laughs> birthday. And just lots of birthdays going around. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Hopefully I'm not. But Adam, Summer happy birthday. birthday. Tanya, happy birthday. Hope it's a great one. But with that being said, folks, enjoy Bobby's Corner, baby. From the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Bruce. What's going on? Welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner, proudly brought to you by Black and Gold Productions and Only Bruins, baby. It's the 17th corner, baby. You can call it the Lutich edition. You can call it the Flicky edition. But my God, do not call it the Ryan Donato edition. It's our first corner of the summer, baby. No more hockey. How depressing. So I figured I'd play one of my favorite tracks from one of my favorite summer records. That's Celebration Rock. The track's the house of heaven built. The band is Japan Droids. Dig it. What are you listening to? What's your go-to summer song? What's your go-to summer tracks? Hit me. Let me know. I want to get some good summer music going. Fuck. The house I haven't built, man. What a great fucking tune, though. I know the Canucks used it for a bit and then they dumped it because they're fools. I remember the first time I heard that song, though. I was just a few weeks away from graduating high school. I had skateboarded to my local record store in the middle of fucking Osborne. And they were just playing it. And I remember sitting there sifting through like the punk section and was just like this song. So I asked them, I said, well, what is this? And they said, it's the new Japan droids. I'm like, is this for sale? And they said, no, not yet. So I waited. I think I bought the song off iTunes. <laughs> Remember buying music? I think I did that. And I listened to it on repeat until that record came out. And then I bought that record and I listened to it on repeat all summer. That's the same summer Jonathan Quick and the LA Kings won the Stanley Cup. And if uh, that thought didn't cross my mind yesterday, then I don't know what did, because that was an absolute onslaught. Beautifully poetic to see the Florida Panthers lose the cup 
in five games doing what we couldn't do. But to see them get absolutely roasted 9-3, to I mean, come on. To quote Kendrick Lamar, poetic justice. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights. Hell of a run. Hell of a season. Congratulations to Butch. We love you. We miss you. And we are so proud of you. I'm not going to get into the whole debate whether it was the right move or the wrong move. I'll let you guys argue about that online. The house that haven't built, though, also seemed fitting as that's the house that Kelly McCrinnan and George McPhee built. I mean, when Foley bought that team in 2017, he said by year six they were going to win the Stanley Cup. I remember it. You might remember it. We all laughed. And after game one in Dallas, we thought, oh, they're pretty good. And when they went all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2018, we thought, wow, they're really good. They actually might win it within six years. They only missed the playoffs once, doing what the St. Louis Blues did in 2018, missing it, and then returning the next year just to win it all. Interesting little tidbit. You might have a gambling corner there on that. That might be an interesting little piece of information for you. You know, and I know a lot of people are making fun of Vegas fans. I love the one picture of the fella holding the sign where it says it's been six long years. I love that they're playing into it. There are a lot of things to talk about with this cup win. I mean, and this all circles back to a specific moment in time. And I want to share it with you because it also kind of circles back to Gary and maybe even the legacy that he's going to leave behind the day he finally leaves that fucking job. It's going to go all the way back to 1986. Uh, just a few, few months after the events of Stranger Things 4 and what happened with Eddie Munson, how he saved the world using Master of Puppets. Bruce McNall bought a part of the LA Kings and his first order of business was to try to trade for a guy named Wayne Gretzky. Emmett Thornley shut him down telling him it was not the right time. Was that Poplington was the owner, I believe? Within two years, in the summer of 88, after the Edmonton Oilers won their fourth Stanley Cup, not going to mention who they defeated because it's not important, McNall owned the LA Kings in full and completed the trade that he had sought after for so many years. Winning Wayne Gretzky, the great one, the face of the NHL before People Magazine named Matthew Kachuk the face of the NHL. He brought that motherfucker to the biggest market. Alright, now keep in mind in the 80s, the Dodgers, 88, I believe the Dodgers had just won the World Series and were contenders for a few years, so they were bumping with sports. He had the Lakers, they were bumping, they were winning championships. Hell, the LA Raiders were even winning championships. Speaking of the Raiders... When McNall brought in Gretzky, he brought in the new jersey, the jersey we all love, the black and silver. He had called Al Davis and asked for permission to change the Kings' colors to that. Al Davis said no. McNall said okay and did it anyways because he's a gangster. After Gretzky arrived, McNall made it his personal mission to make hockey cool. And part of doing this was taking the Kings, throwing them in a bus like an indie band, and making them play exhibition games all across the country. Most notable places, Miami, Tampa, Dallas, and Phoenix. 
If that rings a bell to you, it's because all four of those places have NHL teams now. But the headlining act of those exhibition games came in this September of 1991 when McNall brought the New York Rangers and the LA Kings to Caesars Palace in, yes, you guessed it, Las Vegas, baby. It was a sold-out game, and it would plant the seeds for hockey for decades to come. After that success, McNall was actually awarded to be the leader, or no, sorry, what do they call it in the business world? The chairman of the Board of Governors of the NHL, and he was hired to find the new commissioner, something he would take very seriously and wasted no time at trying to get a little guy from the NBA named Gary Bettman. He arranged a meeting with them. They had lunch. They talked. McNall was floored by his knowledge of sports, his achievements in business, and offered Gary the job, and he sat there with the pen, the contract, and Gary looked at him and said, no, thank you. So McNall, being a gangster he is, being the gentleman that he was, tried again, got rejected. Called Gary again, got rejected. Had another meeting with Gary, got rejected. Until finally Gary caved in and decided that he would become the commissioner of the NHL, who at the time was only worth about $650 million. Two days before Gary was announced as the commissioner of the NHL, they announced that the Anaheim County would be awarded an NHL team as well. They would be going on to known as the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. In that deal, LA Kings received, I believe, something around $25 million. That rings a bell to you. Let's, let's check the scoreboard here. We got Miami, Tampa, Dallas, Phoenix, and Anaheim. Four out of five of those teams have been to multiple Stanley Cup champions. And two of those teams have Stanley Cup champions. Sorry, three of those teams. Shout out to Anaheim in 2007. One of the best teams ever. Sean Thornton, baby. Vegas, keep in mind. Now, let's go back to making fun of Vegas fans and the six years joke. Vegas has always been interested in hockey. They've had teams in the 60s and the 70s. In 93, with the IHL, they got the Las Vegas Thunder, and they were there right until the end of the decade. I mean, they had the Aces for a minute in the 90s. The Wranglers would be the one that stayed there the longest, from 2003 to about 2015. And fans went to the games. Fans loved hockey down there. So you can only imagine Vegas fans when, say, Columbus or Atlanta were awarded a team. If you were a hockey fan in Vegas, how could you not sit there and say, why not us? We have the strip. Like, we are entertainment. You can only imagine how rattling it was to see Atlanta get a second chance. Only for that team to not work out because of faulty ownership and end up back in Winnipeg, another city that lost their NHL team. If you were Vegas, how were you not sitting there screaming at the TV, why not us? So I know it's easy to jump on the wagon of, oh, they're an expansion team. They won the Stanley Cup in six years. It's not fair to Canadian teams. It's not fair to Dallas. not fair to New York. 
It's not fair to Philly. Bear in mind, these fans have liked hockey for a long time. If you would have told someone who went to the open night of the Thunder, who potentially was a massive NHL fan, and said, hey, I promise you, just wait. But within 30 years, you will have an NHL team, and you will win the Stanley Cup. They would sit down with their bevy and their popcorn and say, it's worth the wait, baby. It's worth the wait. The only thing that sucks about the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup is it does make Batman's legacy a bit shinier. You see, he wasn't wrong. He always said that hockey would work in a desert. He just simply didn't pick the right location the first time around. And if the yields do end up moving, I do believe that they will end up back in Arizona at one point or the other, whether that's by relocation or by expansion. The NHL isn't ready to give up in Arizona. And even if they take a recess break, I do believe they'll be back. And if you don't believe me, just look at the reports of them in Atlanta. The NHL is very stubborn and has a hard time of letting things go, a.k.a. potential of money. My only kicker with Vegas fans is that they didn't boo Gary Bettman. It's a tradition that has lasted decades, and last night, Vegas fans stopped the tradition, which is just devastating. Which is why I don't feel bad for what's about to come. It feels like every front office, every restricted free agent, every unrestricted free agent, every disgruntled player has just been waiting for these playoffs to end. I feel like multiple teams have made calls, have had lunches, have had Zoom calls, have maybe even talked on MSN about potential transactions that they want to happen. And the glory of Vegas winning the Stanley Cup is great for them. I'm happy for their fans. I'm happy for a lot of players on that team. And I'm, once again, I'm so happy for Butch. But once the glitter and the beers and whatever else they're going to use to celebrate Saturday night, once that gets cleaned up Sunday morning, everybody's going to forget about this Stanley Cup final. I mean, by the time you hear my voice on the podcast on Friday, uh, the buyout window pool is going to be open. A lot of guys are going to be looking for jobs. And by the time that parade's done, you're going to be looking at awards season, and then you're looking at the draft, and then by the time it's been a month since they've won the Stanley Cup, free agency had passed, and we'll find out if Austin Matthews is staying in Toronto or if he's going. We're going to find out if Bergeron's staying in Boston or if he's retired. We're going to find out who the New York Rangers are going to spend a boatload of money on this time. Hopefully not Barbashev. And on the note of transactions and cap, everybody's whining about it. Everybody's talking about it. Brett and the boys may cover it, but I have to get it out there. I live in Winnipeg. You know that. I love the beaches here. I love the palm trees, the great weather, the low crime rate. If you hear Barb, I apologize. She discovered the bag I brought home. She's in it and she's climbing. She's making a ruckus, but I love it. Pierre-Luc Dubois, not interested in signing his uh, restricted free agent deal with the Winnipeg Jets this offseason. 
Connor Honnold, Hellebuck, Vesna candidate, Vesna winner, a top five goalie in the league. As announced, he has no interest in signing an extension with the Winnipeg Jets. This makes the market very interesting if you're looking to unload a Linus Allmark for cap relief. All signs point to him having a deal with the LA Kings. I know Brett talked about Quentin Byfield coming the other way. I find that a very, very intriguing transaction that I hope happens. But on a note of Winnipeg, because I do have to stick up for them. I do live here. I don't like what they're going to do with the jerseys next year, but it is what it is. As much as people like to shit on the city, and I get it, I don't think these guys are leaving because of the city. You can say all you want about the cold, about how small it is, about the lack of, uh, you know, we have no cactus lounges here. But I'm going to tell you a quick story. When I lived in Toronto, I went to the Toronto Maple Leafs gift shop, their merch store. And I walked in, and within a few seconds, I was greeted with a very enthusiastic employee who promptly asked me, how was I doing? What new merchandise am I looking for from the Maple Leafs? And I laughed, and I said, I'm not actually a Leafs fan, but I appreciate the greet. I said, but I, I, you know, I was at the Hall of Fame, and I saw this really cool Toronto Arenas hat. If you have something similar to that, I would love to buy one and ship it back to my buddy back home. And they promptly brought me to their arena section, or the Aretnas, the Aretnas section, depending on how you read that jersey. And fair enough, I found a hat that was pretty similar to the cool one I found at the Hall of Fame. I purchased it, took it to Canada Post next morning, and shipped it to a buddy. Now, I moved back to Winnipeg the following year, and a friend of mine, girl I was seeing, I should probably say, <laughs> Uh, bought me a Jets uh, sweater for Christmas. It was a Heritage jersey logo. And I always said, hey, I, I just mentioned offhand one day, I was like, I've always liked those sweaters. I feel like they'd be cozy. So she purchases one online, hoping to get it by the time that we celebrate uh, Christmas. Doesn't come in on time. And Boxing Day passes. Still doesn't come in. So I said, well, let's just go together. Let's just go see... What's going on? We both work retail. I mean, we know how to talk to people. I walk into the gift shop, and the first thing gets asked to me is, can I have your bag? I don't get a hi, how you doing? I don't get a hello. I don't get a watch game last night. I got asked, hi, can I have your bag? My bag that has, uh, you know, my laptop in it, my paperwork from fucking my job, like a bunch of important shit. I'm not just going to hand it over to some fucking jerk-off employee, right? So... Pull my hair aside, do the swoop, ask to speak to the manager. This guy's a fucking goof too. And simply tells us it's not our problem. It's Canada Post's problem. They lost a sweater in the mail. You can talk to Canada Post about this. And the entire time that I'm getting told to pretty much go fuck myself as a customer, I said, well, no. Like, you, you got to do something. Like, we're the customer. You're the middleman. Be the middleman. Find a solution. Tells me it's nothing he can do. I remember we left, and I think we went and got wings and beer. And I told the person I was with, I said, can you imagine how, if like management at that low of a level is that shitty, 
Can you only imagine how shittier it gets when you go up each level? And now that you're seeing a lot of players wanting to leave, I think a lot about that interaction. Uh, I think about when I was in Calgary for a work meeting and I went to their merch store and that staff was excited and happy to help. I think about when I was in Edmonton and the staff was excited and happy to help. And then I think about when you go to a Winnipeg store and everyone just looks fucking depressed. So as much as you want to shit on the city, I think this might be a management issue more than it could ever be a city issue. It's time for Chevy to go. That's my piece on the Winnipeg Jets heading into the offseason. Fire the coach. Fire the GM. Fire the players. Fire the mascot. Fire the DJ. Fire the hot dog maker. Because it's over, baby. It's time for a rebuild. Now, before I shoot it off back to the boys, I do want to have a final thoughts laid out to you about the Stanley Cup final, baby. You see, they sent the cats to the desert. And that's what Butch and his crew were waiting. And as soon as that puck dropped, the boys got right to work. Ivan, the butcher barber chef, well, he whacked Brutus. When the corner found him, to hire extra hands from out of town just to put them back together. And as the series went on, more and more bodies started to churn up with the Boston series. You see, their medical team was still The Stall Brothers tried living up to the name of Malcolm Down Better Fight, but they simply couldn't handle Marshall Joe, Stoner, and that kid from Buffalo, Jack Eichel. They were true heroes for the Huckabees for everyone. But Chuck, though, Chuck got him, right, the worst though. I mean, that kid from Winnipeg, Keegan grumped him up so bad, Paul was saying that he couldn't even tie his own skates. I mean, poor bastard had to have his brother help him out of bed. It didn't matter to me though, he was still a great player. And in my eyes, had the series gone the distance, I think he would have won the promise fight that we talked about. He joined the Regulation it a few weeks back about how we forget how much this game can hurt. And I asked the guys like Royal, Pastor, the Brusque, McAvoy, what would they do if given a second chance at the cup? Yet in that train of thought, I forgot to ask myself, what would Butch do? You see, I always liked Cassidy. We all did. He was a good fella. But sometimes love isn't about how much someone suits you how much you want to change to suit them. We simply just didn't suit each other anymore. Yet, there he was, rightfully so, with this new crew, chasing that dream he always had. And as the series rolled on, I couldn't help but imagine that maybe some animosity towards this brother kids in the world. I mean, after all, they did knock out his brothers in the first round. We all talk about the 74 Flyers walking together forever. Yet, I believe it's the names we use to stitch our broken hearts back together that get us through the darkest of nights. I mean, scar tissue and love, I mean, that's a bond that can't be broken. 
what if what you do once you fought for that second chance? Well, who took it? And as I sat there in my Marshad jersey, I wore for the 19, and I watched Butch look back up. I thought about that trip he had when he was a child. And I wonder, had it always been possible? Had he always wanted as a bird when he had that dream? I thought about how we came so close. Yet, there he was. Stanley Cup champion. From the ups and downs, the cup losses, the first round exits, he finally made it. Champion. Just in a different shade of gold. Congratulations, Butch. I hope you enjoy it. And that was another great Bobby's corner, baby. 23 fucking oh, minutes, man. pure sex. Batting 1,000 still. I know I sound like a broken record, but the man doesn't miss. I love Bobby, man. What a guy. What a guy. But um, Oh, yeah, man. I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. We got a lot of exciting stuff as far as us three going forward for the offseason. Looking forward to that. We're about two weeks away from having Bobby on again, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow us on whatever listening platform you have, because at the end of every month during the offseason, possibly during the regular season, if we can sweet talk him into it, uh, we'll be having Bobby on. He'll be joining us on live streams as well. He's going to be kind of doing his own little thing as well with our YouTube page, so a lot to look forward to. Yeah, we might we might steal some of the uh, – some something's brewing, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I always confuse always... what's brewing and something. I know there's something's brewing. So, yeah. yeah. And like there's <laughs> always... morning brew too. We're all just brewing. Morning brew. Well, the thing is, Mike is associated with something's brewing and what's brewing. And, and what's it always brewing. confuses okay, yeah, yeah. the fuck I know. But yeah, but... they do um, Chell live streams. So we were thinking in the summer, we might, we might do a couple of those as well. Just like, you know, get drunk. You can just sit and watch us play fucking hockey video games. It's dude. I over the pandemic when there was no hockey, I remember I watched a couple of those hockey streams where people set up shell games Yeah, and it was like the computer and it was like so dumb, but like it just had it on the background and like, we'll be talking shit. So yeah, um, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know if, if, and when we start doing that. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of, lot more stuff coming out of your boys this summer yeah a lot a lot to keep you guys entertained yep exactly that's we're as we're trying to keep ourselves entertained too outside of just recording because sometimes we like we always say we always get that itch and we're kind of like slowly waiting for thursday to come so it's like it's a good way to kill time uh in between them uh in between then and now right if if i'm saying that correctly but they they do it i think thursday nights um they're doing at 8 30 tonight yeah. Obviously, by the time you're listening to us, it's a little too late. But make sure you check them out the following Thursday. Thursdays going forward because it's fun what they do. Um, they're PlayStation weirdos though, so it is what I ain't. But we don't have to judge them. Just guys, please open them with no welcome them with open arms. Holy <laughs> shit, <man. laughs> Or you can open them open. whatever fucking perverted with arms way you wide open. <laughs> Fuck, I might have to piss off a lot of people and uh, open up with Creed Take today. That, uh, oh, I know Thomas is probably cringing right now. <laughs> nah, I he can't gave do me that. shit My... when I went on short shift because I ruined the Allmark goal because I reposted oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Chris, that Chris guy's 
uh, TikTok uh, of I it. Can't do that, my boy, my boy Belboni, Mark Belboni already came after me in the DMs about the shit music. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think it was a week or two ago. I'm in what is our song opener? People ask me all the time, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how to say the name. It's Kaleo. You think I listen to my oh, own dude. fucking podcast? <laughs> you think I'm psycho? I'm just kidding. Dude, I, I used to be able to. Like, oh, yeah. When I edited it, uh, dude, with my OCD, oh, I, I used to go through and critique myself. It was brutal. Yeah, I was so I, mean to myself. It's fucking brutal. But yeah, that's oh. that's the worst, man. God. Worst. I already so, hate my man. voice. I was trying to explain to somebody. I was like, I sound like a new fee that like lived in California for a couple of years, but is also <laughs> Canadian at the same time somehow. So yeah, it's like hockey snowboarder talk and it just sounds awful on the airways. So I apologize to everybody. God yeah, damn. it's, it's okay. I feel like I'm just fucking gargling 10, 10 cocks at once the way <laughs> I fucking sound, but it's pride month, baby. So pride, dude. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Do it on one knee dog. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I, I just, I can't stand how I fucking sound, but it is what I ain't. I got a face for radio, baby. But um, yeah, so not much. We're kind of leaving this one short this week, like we kind of mentioned, just because we're pretty burnt out. But we kind of want to touch on the whole Cassidy thing. We're not going to talk too much about it. We want to give you guys some updates as far as live streams at the end and and end on a positive note, but I'm happy for Butchie. I know you are. We got crying baby bitch Wyan out there fucking bitching and moaning, calling Jake DeBrusque, Jake to pussy or whatever the fuck he is talking about. That yeah. guy is such a fucking bozo. We were talking about him earlier. Uh, he blocked. So he blocks. He has. He is definitely blocked more people than followers. He actually has like that kid. He will respond to. He will quote tweet someone talking shit. And then he will block them before they can even see it or respond. Like it's fucking classic bitch ass shit. Sorry. I, I didn't to... even know. I didn't even know I was blocked until I <laughs> checked his name today. Literally, I checked his name and I was like, oh, woo-hoo. he he, yeah. he just blocks like real Bruins fans. And then he just like, yeah. kind I of... wanted to have some fun with uh, that other guy, but he didn't want to play with me. So, yeah, he, I left. He... I left it alone. He didn't take the baits. <laughs> nah, nah. He he saw it. It's all good. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. You know he did, but we'll leave we'll leave that for another day. I'll take. Hey, look at me taking the high road, playing well with others. It's my new favorite you. line, dude. Proud of you, because that wouldn't be me. So, uh, they go low, I go lower, baby. <laughs> How low <laughs> can you go? How low can you go? What, um, Butchie. Happy for him. Well deserved. Yeah. Let's get one thing right. Let's like, well, get one thing, one thing straight. I, I gotta learn how to fucking talk today, if, especially if we're gonna do a fucking podcast. But no, this is more fun for me. Butchie wouldn't. <laughs> Butchie have what? Butchie in the Bruins wouldn't have won the Stanley Cup together if he stayed. If he didn't get fired, however long he stayed with the Bruins, I forget what his contract was. What what was it? One more year. I think he had after that. Yeah, yeah. He would have been like in those two. Been like Yeah, he he wasn't going to win a Stanley Cup with us. We weren't going to have the season that we had with him. Say what you want, but we weren't going to. And yeah. now it's easy for people to make this whole, like, make this even a discussion just because 
no one was talking about it during the regular season when the Bruins were fucking dominating. Like, no one yeah. was bringing it Where up. were these people in the fucking Islanders series? Where were these people in the Carolina series? Like, what are they talking about? They're yeah. all phonies, dude. You're fraudulent. I'm sorry. I'm calling them out. Like, these people that are like, oh, if... Yeah, we would have went farther if we had Bruce in the playoffs. Yeah, but we wouldn't have had the spot that we were like we wouldn't have had home ice advantage of the whole playoffs. Yeah, one hundred. So who knows who you're playing? Yeah, you might have won round one, but like what, Bruce How wasn't getting you, you really back over the. Yeah, like Bruce wasn't getting you back over the hump after 2019. It, we tried, they and yeah, 2019 they, with Butchie. It, and another yeah, and another thing too. Yeah, they I will agree they did not give. Bruce Cassidy, the team in 2019 that they should have, that Monty got this year. Yes, I can agree with that. Backhead should have been traded that deadline if they weren't going to yep. use him because that's six fucking million dollars you could have figured out. But this is, I agree with that. Played back but this is four to five years later, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? This is a whole, that's half a decade almost. Like, guys, like, it's like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, Bruce Cassidy was, I love, I, one of the I, dude twinkle in my eye when he picked that cup up. No, yeah. no word or lie. I oh, was like, fuck dude, yes, be happy man. for him. He just, yeah. I didn't want to see him go, but it was time. Unfortunately, I was pissed. They made. I, first I, I wasn't happy with it either. I was bummed that he was gone. Like I was, I was, I was glad we got Monty out of everyone though. No, same, I, same I was here. a big Monty guy. From we, the beginning. And if you guys don't believe us, go back to our earlier episodes. We yeah. were fucking all over that. We loved the Monty sign, and we were big yeah. Monty people, but. Yeah, like I was bummed to see Cassidy go, but it ended up, regardless of the outcome, it ended up being the right move for both parties. Mm-hmm. He needed a different, like every uh, see, every Pete DeBoer, Pete DeBoer got fired for fucking Bruce Cassidy, and he played. He fucking his team was against him in the Western Conference Finals. Shut up about like recycling. Do these coaches get recycled because they're fucking good? Maybe a Laviolette one, I understand, and Gallant and shit like that because they don't like live. Laviolette won the cup, but like Gallant never won a cup, right? Like, and that and that, but like Bruce Cassidy went to the cup finals. DeBoer's been to the cup finals, he's won a cup before. Bone, uh, Bones fucking goes out to Winnipeg. Like, that's another thing, too. If Bruce Cassidy's in Winnipeg, we're not having this fucking discussion right now. No, exactly. you know what I mean. So it's like it's, it's just not a even time. Discussion. It this decision was almost like a hockey game. It's a game of inches and fucking centimeters, and like you know what I mean. They're on a thin blade. This is a, these are thin margins. It just so fucking happened that Cassie rolled the lucky number. Yeah, and, and people were actually. He got fired by this guy in Washington. I just want everyone to remember yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah, no, he like, did. fuck. It just became kind of He's full a good circle. coach. He learned from yeah, no, he was going to be a good coach wherever he went, and he got put in a great position. He was set up with a great team that was. I mean, he has dude. That team is so much more stacked than I realized. Yeah, and the thing is, they're so stacked that they're relying on their fourth goaltender to like get them through and yes he caught he caught fire at the right yeah. time he's and, gonna get paid and it's not gonna work yeah, out but jordan bennington yeah. saying fuck you too right yeah. and the team like played the, the thing. team played phenomenal in front of him don't get me wrong aiden hill was Dude, a he made theodore. some ridiculous saves but theodore was traded to them for future considerations oh that's right too yeah like it, he scored it, one of the game clinching goal 
And it's also easy to win games when your team in front of you is putting up nine fucking goals. I mean, yeah, let's be there's Florida blew their load. Their smallest D too is uh Alec Martinez's six one. Don't say that because Donnie's know, gonna eh? hear this and be like, I know. Oh, so we oh, need I already texted him. Keep forboard. <laughs> yeah. I already texted him, dude. No, but I think that's where you trade Grizzly and Forbert and you keep Zaboral 6 1. He's your he's your smallest D. That's where I'm going with this. I want Zaboral, Mac, Lindholm, Carlo as your top four next year. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that because I think Zaboral still has to get rid of Grizzly, man. I feel bad for him. I feel bad. I f- it it would be best for both parties. Let's be honest. Yeah, send him to Winnipeg or like you know what I mean. Like send him a team you're not gonna see. Send him to Winnipeg so fucking Bobby Brewski can share. <laughs> yeah, that's why I Winnipeg's always my go to now. Just yeah. because Bobby's there, <laughs> and it's a West team, obviously. But like, fuck it. It just they should sign uh, Felino as well. Then. Oh yeah. And it's just like you look at a guy like Vince Dunn goes to Seattle at the expansive trap. Yeah. Never, never got his shot with St. Louis. Won a cup, never got his shot. They're too small. Can't play in the top four. And guy's gonna him make him seven him. bananas this year. Holy like, shit, man! The year he, he had, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like now he's in Lindholm conversation to like not Norris, but just right there. Like it's yeah, like sometimes it you just never takes know the right locker room and the right. I guess it kind of ties into locker room, but the right set of people around you. Our, like. our superstar D aren't big enough for to hold a Grizzly. That's my theory. Like McAvoy, yeah. he's big. He plays big, but he's he not plays, big He enough. plays bigger than he is, but he's yeah. still not big Six enough. Six foot. Forbort plays like Grizzlick size, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, yeah, he blocks a lot of shots. but And you can't have Clifton and Grizzly. I know you won't, but like you know what I mean? Like And Carlos and the kind Zabor- of guy... Like, who just doesn't take advantage of that big body. And Lindholm is got better at it this year. I was really impressed by his physical game this year compared to what he was like. No, but what he was like in Anaheim, he was a lot more of a puck moving offensive defenseman. I find with us, he's a puck moving two way defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, see less numbers, but you see a better product. If that makes sense, even though he put career, year numbers up this year i just mean like the trajectory he was on as a young player yeah no i i I think that's fair i agree with that like it just um i I just i don't know man it's gonna be interesting i'm hearing colorado's got huge interest in frederick and uh they're not happy with uh boston college product uh alex newhook newfoundlander which could be really I mean, interesting. Kind of, yeah, because he was kind of a high draft pick, but they put up the same numbers this year. I don't know, just things I'm hearing. Little scuttlebutts. Something to pay attention to, but we yeah. can dive into that the closer we get to July. I guess the trade deadline, right? Or that. I think next week we actually might have something to talk about. Yeah, so we'll obviously like something that happened. Yeah, no, yeah, something. Hopefully, something will have happened. Mike Riley. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Forbert. Dude, I saw uh Lauren, Big Bruins Energy. Um, I think it was Mish commented or made a post like, Oh, give me your worst impulse buy and how much you spent on it and like why you regret it or whatever. <laughs> Lauren was like Derek Forbert's stick, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I forgot I about fucking that. Fucking laughed. 
<laughs> so hard. I'm sorry, Lord, but that was hilarious. I didn't even see that tweet. Oh That's my god, hilarious, dude. I was that is, fucking that is a tough dying. People were like, at least it was for the brand. And she's just like, fuck. Yeah, it is what it is. So let's another thing too. Uh, Vegas, twenty four Canadians on the roster. Was it twenty four? Fuck up. Twenty four out of thirty players of the draft this year that are going to be put on the cup were Canadian, and you need one Russian because there's been one Russian every cup for the past like ten years or something. So like, I'm just trying to. We got Merkulov. Let's go sign Bertuzzi. Trade. Fucking all mark. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. Let's get spicy this offseason. I'm sorry yeah, to everyone. After man, keep us entertained. Give us something I tried, to fucking talk about, baby. I tried not to bring up the goal, like breaking up the goalie hug too much today, because I know it's a soft spot for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Maybe save that a little bit closer to July 1st or June 30th. It's gonna be In between. It's gonna be wild. When one of them isn't wearing the spoke B next year, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's oh, all. Twitter's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to get added by some. Yo, at me, bro. I don't even care. <laughs> at me, yeah. Put that in your bio. Just at me, bro. Yeah. But I'm trying yeah. out out here trying to end the goalie hug. At me, bro. <laughs> Well, now you're talking Mark's love language because he hates the goalie hug. So yeah, that's why Matt, Mark's been backing me. He's like, "Fuck yeah, let's go, Brett." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, I agree with him that I think Bussy's ready. So you got to make a decision, Bussy, Swayman, or all Mark. Well, we talked about it on the live stream the other night. Like we need a kid line. We were kind of all saying we kind of need a kid line, or we just got to get younger. Yeah, yeah, we got to get younger and at see least for have. this year. You got cap space next year to work with. Why the fuck do I keep disappearing? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's the dark. Yeah, the light. Yeah, yeah my yeah. lights are off here. It's throwing me off. Um, but yeah, like we kind of talked about that on the live stream. Go out, check that out. Um, that'll kind of wrap it up for this episode. But as far as our YouTube page and going forward, plans kind of mm-hmm. for the summer. We will be doing a live stream at least once a month. I think Bobby will be joining us on those. We're not going to have a set date just because we didn't really mean we, we were obviously supposed to do it Sunday, but shit happened. We couldn't make it work. Uh, Monday, we did a Monday. It wasn't supposed to be as long as it was. We didn't mean to step on the toes of uh, Chris, yeah. Mr. Chris Nosick over there. So like, sorry about that. That was just like, we obviously went on way longer than we should have. So we won't be doing Monday nights, but we didn't think that turnout was going to be that we thought five, seven people. Yeah, we had like twenty. We had like twenty nine at one point. Like, fuck. Shout out to you guys, man. Yeah. So that, that was. I, nice. It's already almost got a hundred views. Like, I why? But thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we love yeah, it. Also, wants- another thing too. Like, I'm dealing with some shiz right now, so it might not look pretty yet. But we're gonna work on like a a nice branding and everything for YouTube, along with the new merchandise that's gonna be coming. Yeah, it's, out, this so. is basically just to get us up and running, especially yeah. for next season, because these these live streams won't be going anywhere once um excuse me once the next season comes around, the upcoming season comes around. Like we still will be doing them at least once a month. Maybe if it's a busy month, then maybe twice a month. Um, drink, drink around, or sit around and drink during a matinee. Yeah, even you know? poss- even possibly like 
you know, our pregame show, stuff like that, just to interact with you guys more. It's a good way to interact with you guys just away from Twitter, basically, uh, you know, because Twitter can kind of be a cesspool. But as far as that, we're going to we're, we're going to be working on that. Bobby's going to potentially be doing some skits, some some. Uh, yeah, get some reels on there. Yeah, some reels for us. And he's 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 cooking in the kitchen as we speak right now. So that's something to look forward to. But as far as that, you just kind of have to follow us on Twitter and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, everything will be in, in the show description for this week's episode. So make sure you follow us. If you don't have, if you don't have Twitter, make sure you go subscribe. Uh, every time we post a video or do a live stream, we'll we will do our best to keep you posted. If you're not on the Twitter, in the Twitterverse, whatever you want to call it, so. Make sure you hit all those follows, subscribe, and every episode we do, we'll, if we have an update for you, we will give you an update. And it's just something to look forward to. It's, it was a lot of fun. And there's more that we're cooking in the kitchen right now. Possibly, you know, I, I won't tease it right now. I don't even know if we teased it at the beginning, but it, we got to let some, we got to work on some stuff, come up with some ideas first or f- finalize the ideas before we actually tease it. A, tease it out but a lot to look forward to it's going to keep you guys entertained for the off season absolutely yeah and that's what i was just about to say it's like especially we're gonna like we're talking this stuff up now because we're so excited about it we're talking behind the scenes about it but like we have some really cool important guests of some other podcasts that want to talk to us about some stuff like we are planning some stuff for the summer. So we, we want to make like, especially with me and Bobby coming on this year and, you know, us becoming the trio of only Bruins. We, we really want to spend this summer and work on the brand and give you guys the high quality product going forward and pretty much just have our ducks in a row by yep. the time opening night starts. You know what I mean? Like live yeah, streams, exactly. all that shit. So uh like we said we have great guests up for the coming up for the summer you guys know who you are you guys are waiting in the queue i know it's taking a little bit of time just because of how the season's going but it is what it is and we're so excited for this summer because it's not even gonna feel like a summer because we're gonna have so much shit for you guys to fucking so much shit whether it's bruins related content or just us being us shitheads content you'll be getting something fucking rights baby content left and right so make sure like i said um if you're not if you're on twitter follow us there make it'll best way to stay up to date with the show if you're not listen weekly we'll give you updates at the end of every episode as far as youtube everything else and what we what we also have cooking for you guys so uh follow the youtube page at only bruins podcast follow us it'll, it'll all be in the show description like i said so a lot to look forward to i'm really look i like that was like I, I think I even said it during the last stream. Like that was like putting the tip in a nice little tease because that was a yeah. fucking blast. Because yeah, and I for didn't, a run through, I was like, oh man. man, oh what's her? I I didn't want that night to end, that live stream to end, but oh, I yeah. ran out of beer, so I needed. Uh, to end. So I know but lots I, to look forward know. to. Thank you again to Mark for hopping on. It was awesome shooting the yeah, shit. Mark, with him. Mark played guilty the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For he's, the boys, yeah, guilty down, for the boys. He's down bad, but I love it, baby. I yeah. love it. You come on, only Bruins. Look at that. Only, like I know everyone can't whoa, see, whoa. It, but no, no beer is safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. We'll also maybe not this summer, but by the time the regular season starts, 
our episodes will be recorded and put on our YouTube page, probably at some point this summer as well, at least maybe specific ones, but at least by the regular season, you will have every weekly episode put on the YouTube page as well. So yeah, like I said, it's probably preseason. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think I'll start putting them up in August, but it's like, you'll notice them preseason. That's a good test run right there. But, um, other than that, you got anything to add, brother? No, man. Just like I said, keep up with us. I know this is painful right now, but the yeah. fact that you guys are still around shows what a great community only Bruins have. So we're happy to be a part of this. I know we keep blubbering on uh, at the end of episodes like this. Funny, some I think it was B's memes was like, uh, I love, or somebody commented at us and was like, I love how you guys said that you were going to do 10 oh, more the minutes. Meat and you did, yeah, you did another 45 top. And yeah, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. So oh, we won't do that tonight because I know me and Boost both are out of gas right now. We need to recharge before this uh, draft free agency shit starts coming up. So here we go. Another week. Let's go Bruins, bitch. Fucking rights, baby. Let's go Bruins. Let's go Donnie. Let's go, Mike Riley. I'm on Even my way. Even ne- Neely, baby. Rub those nipples. Throw those water bottles. Let's <laughs> go, baby. Let's go. Fucking right. I'm on my, actually, after I end uh, after I finish up uh, editing our podcast, and I am on my way to Mike Riley's apartment to uh, help him pack. So. <laughs> you have been saved. <laughs> yeah. <man>. So, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up for whatever number episode this is. We appreciate you guys tuning in to this episode to our youtube page we appreciate you guys we appreciate all the love we get every day we drop this drop the episodes you guys have been nothing but fantastic none of this is possible without you guys we love you stay cool we'll see you guys next week peace let's go cause i'm tnt i'm dying now